welcome to everyday chant we are fortunate to have his grace sri badrani prabhu from west virginia and prabhu ji will enlighten us on shrimad bhagavatam canto 5 chapter 24 and verse 9 please go ahead prabhu ji when you when you are you are ready hari krishna thank you prabhu ji <coughs> hari krishna i'll chant mangla charan and then we'll go ahead and then we'll discuss ಮಧ್ಯಾಹ್ನಿಂದಸ್ಯಾಂಜನಾಕಯಚುರುಮಿಲಿಂಗೇನಸ್ಮೈಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಂವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶಿತಾಂಸಹಗಣಾರಘುನಾಥಾಂಶಿತಂಶಾಧುವೈತಂಶಾವಧೂತಂಪರಿ
from 9 to 13. So I will read the translations and then we will go ahead and then discuss text number 14 which is having a purport. Translation, text number 9 this is. My dear King, in the imitation heavens known as Bilaswarga, there is a great demon named Maya Danava who is an expert artist and architect. He has constructed many brilliantly decorated cities. There are many wonderful houses, walls, gates, assembly houses, temples, yards and temple compounds as well as many hotels serving as residential quarters for foreigners. The houses for the leaders of those planets are constructed with the most valuable jewels and they are always crowded with living entities known as Nagas and Asuras, as well as many pigeons, parrots and similar birds. All in all, these imitation heavenly cities are most beautifully situated and attractively decorated. Text number 10 The parks and gardens in the artificial heavens surpass in beauty those of the upper heavenly planets. The trees in those gardens, embraced by creepers, bend with a heavy burden of twigs with fruits of flowers, and therefore they appear extraordinarily beautiful. That beauty could attract anyone and make his mind fully blossom in the pleasure of sense gratification. There are many lakes and reservoirs with clear transparent water, agitated by jumping fish and decorated with many flowers, such as lilies, kovalyas, kalaras, and blue and red lotuses. And the pairs of chakravakas and many other water birds nest in the lakes and always enjoy in the happy mood, making sweet, pleasing vibrations that are very satisfying and conductive to enjoyment of the senses. Even though Prabhupada is not given purport for these two, we can little bit um, correlate and then we can discuss. Ideally speaking, I do not like to discuss if there is no purport. The Prabhupada felt there is nothing to be mentioned about these things. But then when I see something which we can talk, then I feel like we are acting as if we are better than Srila Prabhupada. However, uh, just would like to put around two, three points in this. So the previous verse he talks about Maya Danava. Maya Danava is the one who actually helps Arjuna in constructing Kandavaprastha, in constructing the uh, wonderful, wonderful building. That's where uh, Duryodhana he gets bewildered in that place. It's a beautiful pastime actually. Um, so when Krishna and Arjuna they are uh, sitting uh, in, near the Kandavaprastha, when they got this land, which is a barren land, which is cannot be used for anything else. As the Dhrashtra and Duryodhana, they, with the evil plans, they gave this place to Pandavas to rule their kingdom. So, the, anyhow, as they were uh, trying to reconstruct this place, so at that time, 
this agni there he comes in the form of a brahmana and he tells arjuna and krishna they were sitting together that time in the evening time he tells that he is uh, feeling very hungry he is very starving and he want to uh, have something so that time <coughs> arjuna says because the kshatriya one cannot deny for anything as such so the arjuna he gives his full protection and he tells him tell me what do you want then he says i am actually agni i am trying to burn this forest that is the request of lord brahma but then because there are the some of the serpents who are very dear to indra and they are living in this place and whenever i am trying to burn this because i am suffering from uh, indigestion one of the king in the previous ages when he performed fire sacrifice he offered more ghee in the fire sacrifice than required because of that i am feeling indigestion so i need to take some herbs this uh, forest is filled with herbs which are needed for my indigestion so i wanted to and do over this forest so that i can have those herbs and then i can come back to my normal condition but then indra because some of his <coughs> close friends are living here so he is trying to protect them whenever i am trying to do over then he is sending the rain clouds and then i could not do anything so arjuna he gives his with krishna's permission he gives his protection and then he protects that entire forest so that the water rain doesn't fall it doesn't rain exactly on the forest wherever uh, agni dev is devouring so arjuna is also making sure that no living entity is running away from that forest so at that time as he was chasing away living entities back into the forest so maya danu he comes and takes shelter of arjuna and krishna at that time so that time they request they are they order him to construct the wonderful beautiful place for the kanda prastha for pandavas and that's how this maya danu he, he makes a beautiful beautiful palace there that's uh, the one thing which we can discuss that maya danu is the one who is actually architect for this uh, imitation heavenly planets bilaswarga he is doing that one now in this verse we could see the parks and gardens and artificial heavens are possessed these are all wonderful persons gratification one of the thing which strikes us is that there are many lakes and reservoirs with a clean transparent water agitated by jumping fish and decorated with many flowers such as lilies covalias and calories and blue and red lotuses mm-hmm. this blue lotus is the one actually which when we recently concluded concluded our damodar month which talks about the damodar astakam satyavatamani he writes about krishna's face is just like a blue lotus flower anybody remember that uh, uh, 
lyrics of that stanza of that verse mm-hmm. he talks about krishna face is blooming like a blue lotus flower he talks about that one i am not exactly remembering atyanta nila he talks about so that krishna face is looks like so it is not that there is only white lotus flowers or pink lotus flowers what we see actually but there are blue lotus flowers also and krishna face is just looking like a blue lotus flower during that time as he was describing about krishna's uh, saundarya so there are so many ways in damodar leela he explains about krishna's saundarya lasat kundalam gokule brajamana he talks about like he talks about krishna's beauty in such a way normally when ladies when they wear ornaments and because the lady is wearing that ornament the ornament is uh, i mean because she is wearing that ornament she looks more beautiful because of the ornament the lady but here actually acharya is explain lasat kundalam gokule brajamanam the kundala which is the earring of krishna because it is there on the body of krishna and that's how it is getting a glory not because of that krishna is looking more beautiful but actually the kundala itself is looking beautiful because it is there on the body of krishna and that's how krishna's beauty is so the same thing he is explaining about krishna's face is mohishumbitam bimba rattadar he explains about all these things and he talks about atyanta neela his face is just looking like a blue blooming blue lotus flower so when i read that i remember that it is a beautiful way satyavrata muni explains about so we'll go to the next one 11 since there is no sunshine in those subterranean planets time is not divided into days and nights and consequently fear produced by time does not exist so one of the thing which we can see is the lower planets then earth they will not see sun actually but then how they have the light because of this diamonds as they shine that is the light for them actually so we'll go to the next one 12 many great serpents reside there with the gems on their heads and the effulgence of these gems dissipates the darkness in all directions so one of the thing which we if we should know is that this whole material world is full of darkness so the nature of material world is full of darkness darkness is also compared with the ignorance that's the name of arjuna arjuna's name is guda kesha guda means dark uh, isha means who is the master of darkness so darkness is also the signifies the ignorance because in the evening time night time is the when when we during our here in the heaven earthly planet night time is uh, 
considered from evening 6 o'clock onwards till morning 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock it is considered as a mode of ignorance In that time it's a mode of ignorance more prevalent that's the reason we get to go to sleep if we are not in mode of ignorance we cannot sleep actually um that's why you see the most of the yogis are those who are in mode of pure mode of goodness they cannot sleep one of the example living example for all of us see in recent example ishila propad he don't sleep he sleeps just for 2 hours 3 hours that too just for the sake of uh, that is a bodily need and they don't get to sleep actually you uh, we get to see when uh, vishwamitra muni he is taking lord ram and lakshman to uh, take them for the first time out of the palace out of ayodhya when he uh, taking them towards the uh, arena towards the place where they are performing fire sacrifices and these rakshas are coming and disturbing that and then they happen to meet <coughs> the place where there is tataka is there so as they are walk going to that place it's far away as they have to walk for many days so because vishwamitra muni is a brahmana and ram and lakshman are being kshatriyas they need to protect vishwamitra muni so in the night time both of them used to sleep on the uh, both the sides of vishwamitra muni so ram on one side and lakshman on other side that way they can guard they can protect vishwamitra muni and vishwamitra muni could not get sleep in the night and because both ram and lakshman in mode of goodness and he situated in between mode of goodness he could not get sleep in the night time so when we are in mode of goodness it is so hard for somebody to go to sleep actually one cannot go to sleep unless otherwise we are covered with the mode of ignorance and then only one can go to sleep so mode of ignorance is uh, uh, in a way it is uh, compared or darkness is compared with the mode of ignorance that's why arjuna's name godakesha arjuna is also known as the person who is uh, who controlled ignorance or who is the master of ignorance who mastered ignorance that is the name of godakesha so this whole material world is actually filled with the darkness only when there is a sun there is a light if the sun goes away then it's a darkness it's so dark so pitch dark we can't see ourselves that is the nature of this material world the whole material world starting from satya loka till to patala uh, loka so this is full of darkness and when krishna says there is a light so there is a light in any form either it can be like in the lower heavenly lower planets it is with uh, diamonds but in upper planets it is like uh, by sun so that's how we are getting uh, light actually so we'll go to the text number 13 since the residents of these planets drink and bathe in juices and elixirs made from the wonderful herbs they are freed from all anxieties and physical diseases they have no experience of gray hair wrinkles or invalidity their bodily luster do not fade their perspiration 
do not does not cause a bad smell and they are not troubled by fatigue or by lack of energy or enthusiasm due to old age looks like it's a wonderful place for all of us to go and live there you know, there is a chance that uh, many people from earthly planets would like to visit this place and then stay there make their residence in that place because most of the things which we are struggling here are actually taken care there and they don't have anxiety and they do not have any physical diseases and even though they are getting old but still uh, they do not have any trouble of fatigue and then lack of energy and there is no black hair or white hair and there are no wrinkles and no invalidity it looks so beautiful actually it's it's so uh, encouraging for all of us to like how we all came from india to this place so it, it looks like it's very wonderful place for somebody to live there okay so 14th verse will be translation they live very auspiciously and do not fear death from anything but death's established time which is the effulgence of sudarshan chakra of the supreme personality of godhead purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupada ki jai this is the defect of a material existence everything in the subterranean heavens is very nicely arranged there are well situated residential quarters there is a pleasing atmosphere and there are no bodily inconveniences or mental anxieties but nevertheless those who live there have to take another birth according to karma persons whose mind are dull cannot understand this defect of materialistic civilization aiming at material comforts one may make his living condition very pleasing for the senses but despite all favorable conditions one must in due course of time meet death the members of a demonic civilization and they were to make their living conditions very comfortable but they cannot check death the influence of sudarshan chakra will not allow their so called material happiness to endure it's very uh, wonderful timely way shila prabhupada is talking about the previous verses actually they talk about the glory of a subterranean planet how wonderfully they are enjoying their life there it talks about how their residential quarters are there and then it talks about how the atmosphere is surcharged with so much of energy so that one can have the best sense gratification facilities and then it talks about lakes with the clear water and then talks about the flowers and then talks about how they do not have any anxiety as they are taking a bath with the herbs and then elixirs so so many things 
this was it talks about even they do not fear death except the time of death that's what they fear that's all so the propad he very perfectly very clearly points out the defect of this material world now the best example for all of us to see is that in search of happiness or whatever may be the reason either it is a happiness or it is a standard of living or it may be for financial stability for many many reasons one comes from eastern countries to western countries and especially this place america as it allures like it appears to be all these conditions are uh, what are it's talking about in shrimad bhagavatam uh, more or less they are all here in 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 it probably we may not be taking bath in herbs but then it's uh, something something like that but then is it it that uh, after we come here we are living ever after happily and no that's not possible to live in this material world one cannot live happily ever after that is not possible at all in this material world one may think that as they can live like that probably if since most of us are from india probably in india we may be having some set of problems to come out of those set of problems we come to these countries western countries and probably most probably those set of problems are taken care of but then when you are here then you will find the different set of problems comes up like one may think of coming to us so we can go there and enjoy there but after coming here then one comes to know they have to wash their own clothes they have to sweep their own house and they have to wash their all bartans utensils and they have to drive your own car and then when it snows then you have to clean car windshield and snow from your driveway uh, in the summer then you need to cut grass and there are so many things so many things one gets tired i mean this is really common problems which we can talk about for all of us but otherwise problems are all there and the problems are there everywhere see the that's what propad is talking about the one is person those who are dull minded cannot understand the defect of a materialistic civilization one may be thinking of creating a material comfort that's where the western countries are very well uh, organized well equipped in creating materialistic comforts actually materially one can be very very comfort in their life. like the recent i was hearing in india we may be having a problem with terrorists and all those things. these are all again artificially created in 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 this part of world in united states there is really a, a no need to worry about the terrorist as such because they are taken care of it 
but there is a worry of killed by some teenager if you go to any mall or if you go to any place or if you go to even walmart also for that matter there is a worry there is a need and more and more people are being killed by these teenagers are killed by some people randomly and who nobody knows why they want to kill and what is the reason they are killing and that's not the important point actually why by knowing it we are not but then yes that 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 is the uh, the problem here one one struggles like once one um, somebody came to shila propada and talking about let's make lake life this better let's make this life better and propada looking at them and talking that what nonsense you are talking what what is that that you want to make this life better and propa says that this is the place material world is a place it is like a restaurant just finish your business and get out of that place that's all you we cannot be here forever and thinking that but you know unfortunately nowadays it is uh, it's becoming more and more fashionable or more and more uh, evident where we see people like to live in the restaurant they make restaurants so big and there are um, magazines and then books are kept in the restrooms where one can read them and then even at some place some designs like that there is some kind of a sofas and these are sitting arrangements are also there so that is the thing which restrooms are now becoming more and more a places for people to live so that's how our consciousness is going down in so much that we would like to enjoy in the places where it's the place just to finish our business and then get out of that place and that is the actually the uh, restrooms are meant for and that is the uh, the middle world is meant for that somehow or other we are taken a birth in this middle world but just let's finish our business and leave this place Uh, it, it's not the place for a gentleman to live that's what proper says most of the time actually this is not a place for somebody to live here especially as a gentleman so the um, the dull minded personalities cannot understand the uh, problems in this material world and that's what i keep saying that so many times uh, for so many uh, of our years of in our, in our life till we come to bhakti we see many things after coming to bhakti also we are seeing the same things but now but we are seeing same things but we are seeing them with a different vision as such now we are seeing them through the eyes of shastras and that's where we call that as shastra chakshu now you are given uh, eyes with a new eyesight that eyesight is nothing is empowered by shastras so now you are seeing everything but you are seeing through the eyes of shastras so your vision is improved now now you could able to see things in the much better way when compared to the same things which you have seen previously Uh, before coming to the devotional service or before reading the scriptures 
and that's why it's called as this dull minded people so the people are so dull minded because their consciousness is only to the level where how can i enjoy my senses in different different ways in different different uh places in different different function with the different different functionalities but then when we take up a devotion service then one understands the pitfalls in this material world now because now we are seeing actually we are seeing the truth now the previous ones you were seeing but now you are seeing as they are things as they are so this uh, how come they are uh, dull minded uh, many many reasons uh, how the people are being uh, dull minded because uh, maybe for most of us actually because we have not thought from the beginning had it been we know this thing from the beginning uh, who knows we could have become devotees like a pandit maharaj or dro maharaj from that early age so we could have become pure wonderful devotees by now nevertheless late is better than never that is one way that's the reason actually this uh, knowledge should be given to the children from the beginning and that's what actually the gurukulas are aimed at are meant for that purpose unfortunately the, when the westerners came to india when they occupied and they wanted to destroy this culture so they somehow they successful in taking out this gurukulas or this training institutes teaching institutes which were teaching this knowledge to the children now what we have been taught we have been taught only the material knowledge which is basically meant for studying the matter that's all we are doing it. we are trying to study this matter and try to understand this matter so the material thing whatever you do it is uh, it is for the sense gratification purpose it will not give us the absolute truth it will not give us the ultimate truth and that can actually the ultimate truth is the one which can help us out in, in seeing the things as they are so here propad very wonderfully is pointing out the pitfalls of this material world one can have the wonderful bodily conveniences and then one uh, for everything for that matter bodily convenience in a sense sense gratification and there is uh, there uh, even they come up with so much that there is no old age even if there is old age also they are not really uh, lack of energy or lack of enthusiasm to that level they are prepared themselves they are doing like that in imitation heavenly planet but whatever the work they do according to that work they have to do the reactions for this karma is there always so one has to take birth again and again and again and again in this there is a pitfall that is the uh condition in this material when one understands this point then one uh, stop actually acting in the materialistic way understanding everybody is having understanding but when one realizes then they stop acting in that way
then one starts practicing spiritual life. Like in Nectar of Instruction, Srila Prabhupada talks about there are uh, four kinds of uh, people, different, different uh, variations in the intelligence he talks about, Srila Prabhupada. This, um, who is the highest intelligent in that one Prabhupada talks about is the person just by hearing about it from the scriptures understands. It's a giving a Prabhupada gives an example like if somebody comes to know by performing this activity one will be punished. Just knowing it one restrains from that activity. And there is a second person, when he sees this activity, somebody does that activity and they are getting punished and that person restrains from himself, from doing that activity. Third person, he knows that, he sees this, but still he goes and commits that activity and goes through the punishment and understands, oh my God, I should not be doing this activity. Oh Krishna, he'll stop doing that activity. Fourth person, after knowing, after seeing, after performing that activity, going through the punishment, but could not control himself, doing that activity again and again and again. So there are variations of intelligence in the people. So the most intelligent person is just by reading it, just by knowing it, one restrains from that activity. So the devotees are like that, the topmost intelligent persons. One need not to really go through it, like I was saying previously also. Uh, some people will say that, uh, Next birth, where we are going to see, what we are going to understand. So this is the only lifetime, so just enjoy this lifetime itself. Next lifetime, we will see them next time, whenever it comes. So that is the fourth kind of personality, intelligence. But those the devotees, those who are, because the fact that we have taken a human form of life, that means we, this is a suffering. And that just by knowing it, the person restrains from doing the activities and performs bhakti and then go back to the spiritual world, not to take birth in even uh, imitation heavenly planets or earthly planets or heavenly planets or even in such a loka. We do not want to take birth again in these places. Okay, so I'll stop here and then see if anybody has any questions or comments. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. Thank you so much for enlightening in such a nice lecture. I don't have any questions, uh, but devotees, if you have any comments or questions, please go ahead. Thank you.
हरे कृष्ण प्रभु जी मैं दरद प्रणाम पीयूष वे प्रपात की जय गुरु महाराज की जय सो थैंक यू सो मच फॉर द क्लास एंड सो लाइक यू वॉज सेंग इन द एंड दैट most people say that there is you know how there, there is no proof so when we say like that what is uh, we should tell them to read scriptures that is the only way they can develop proof or association of devotees no that uh, reading scriptures will not help them because they are so dull minded and again they can come up and say uh, scriptures must be written by somebody like you who believes in this and that is their belief so how can i understand that there is a proof in that they just simply mention like that something like this like that like even they talk about ramayana and mahabharata also is written by somebody who knows these places are already there so just by knowing these places they wrote about these places and they wrote some uh, kahani in that some story and we are thinking that that is a true so they talk like that yeah, that way reading scriptures will not really help as such for them because they don't have faith in the scriptures hari krishna hari krishna pranam all glory to prabhupad to such people uh, uh, prabhupad gave nice answers like how do you believe that this person so and so is your father or when you take a flight how do you believe how do you believe that the pilot who is flying the plane has a license to fly mm. so these are nice ways to counter such kind of people because these two people are very very uh, this new kind of people who have uh, the product of so called artistic modern science the disturbance i mean uh, to uh, i mean to uh, the culture of uh, piety Yeah, forget about uh, Bhagavad Gita. Even piety culture is also missing. You should yeah. counter them with uh, something logic, so wherever they come. Yes, sir. Thank you. So, uh, so they are flying the airplane, believing that there is a, the pilot has a license. They are not checking the license themselves. So, <coughs> so. when you are able to believe so why not believe uh, this uh, which has uh, stood uh, the test of time and time place and circumstance everywhere uh, whatever is the derivative we are using yoga ayurveda all these things are proof and if there is the body conscious consciousness they are, they have benefited from them uh, some of them at least so these are the indirect ways uh, and to counter this uh, nonsense argument So thank you for your Harikrishna thank you bro thank for you for your kindness thank you so mataji the best thing those kind of arguments if they ask really what of course this is actually i mean uh, i i don't uh, shy away in talking about this when i was trying to talk to my father my father said the same thing are kon dekha hai tum dekha hai kya agle janam mein kya of course since he is my father i cannot uh, argue with him and i cannot uh, bash him and all uh, so that's these, these are the things which comes up uh, it's not that he is not believing it and just for the sake of argument he must argue so. but then uh, that uh, he did that thing and so the best thing is uh, in these situations is to give them the prasadam so that prasadam will uh, will take care of them the slowly slowly that will 
from changes their heart from dull mind to the at least some kind of uh, understanding they can get it otherwise yes for our understanding like as prabhu ji mentioned it there are so many things which we can talk about and since there is a karma that's the reason you are born as you and i am born as me and somebody born as a trump and somebody born as a, a bill gates and somebody born as a obama somebody born as a modi why did they born like that if, we, if there is no uh, life after death then everybody should be equal right and that's what it is if that is the philosophy and that's the concept which we are talking about then everybody should be uh, that equal level why there is so much so much of inequalities why somebody is born as ugly and somebody is born as very beautiful and somebody is born as a short and somebody is born as very tall and handsome uh, there are so many things so many things which we can talk about somebody is born in a uh places where there is no water available and it's full drought and it's it's uh, somebody is born in a places where there is no food available it's somebody is uh, born in a places where there is a desert there is nothing else on the sand they could see so why there are so many ways uh, so many births and different different places why there is so much of inequality is it it's is it created by the uh, human beings uh, no it's it's already there this all is uh, happening because of our previous karmas so one can uh, see this thing if you are seeing this still you are not able to understand that's why we call them as a dull minded so that is one way to look at the things uh, as they are actually but when we fail to see this thing and then talk about uh, inequalities and then talk about who saw what in the next life for some reason since you have done some good activities you have taken birth in this body you 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 are there in this body and then you have all the facilities that you could able to enjoy that that's one of the pitfall again for all of us to see uh, understand when we what is the guarantee that if you uh, take birth in a rich family or brahmana family that you are going to continue your devotional service and uh, finish this human form of life go back to this spiritual world that's why she probably asked about there should not be any second chance no second chance ajamil must have got a second chance but for us there is a danger if we get a second chance because we don't know how we are going to act and in the next life we may become like that person dull minded you are not able to understand the things clearly because we utilize our or we misuse our freedom we misuse our consciousness what we have facilities what we have so the other ways one can see it Now maybe we can explain to them this is this is how it is like other things probably is also explained if they say that if they don't believe in the scriptures then yes then i mean that there is a, a practical incident actually happened like when we are doing a book distribution especially in india we do it in the trains and all as we are doing a book distribution in the trains then one person said that hey come on i don't believe in bhagavad gita and all these things same thing he said somebody wrote in some day and this thing. how can i believe somebody wrote 
and then uh, we moved out one of prabhu is there with us and then he came back and then sat next to him and then he was talking to him so that time he was reading newspaper so what's going on this is the uh, days golden days at that time rajiv gandhi yeah there he was ruling india at that time he said rajiv gandhi is in uh, america oh is it it you went and saw rajiv gandhi is in america no it is given in the paper oh now you start believing in the papers but not believing in the scriptures because what of the paper writes then that is uh, the perfect and that's what is the truth but what of the scripture writes that's not truth so then it shows that um, how some uh, pitiable condition we are living in we accept whatever is the paper is mentioned in the paper and that's the truth but we don't want to believe what is there given in the scriptures so there are so many ways we can uh, talk about but the best way is by arguments we cannot win the person's heart and so we can give prasadam and the prasadam will do its job is that okay mata ji uh yes thank you prabhu ji so prabhu ji nobody has any question i have another question related to bhagavad gita mm-hmm. can i ask yeah please go ahead see uh, i was reading a little bit of introduction and then we did uh, you know like it was written there that this uh, uh, the you know the knowledge was lost bhagavad gita knowledge was lost mm-hmm. and then i'm just going to give some uh, sentences and then i will formulate the question so krishna uh, 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 the the bhagavad gita was lost uh, the knowledge was lost but then he dictated to arjuna arjuna uh, you know because he is a very dear friend and a devotee acha then we say that this is a parampara system and the knowledge is coming from uh, krishna to vishwan the sun god you know and the whole parampara is there okay so uh, and this knowledge is so vast i mean we feel that in our life we can't even finish reading it and of course we are very fortunate that Uh, though you know we are one of the main books is uh, bhagavatam and bhagavad gita even if we can nicely read this you know uh, to make shila prabhupad happy our, our goal is met kind of you know and we should also read this uh, cc also chaitanya charitamrit okay so uh, so like prabhu ji when this thing was lost the knowledge how can the knowledge get lost like that and then how is the connection to the parampara okay so it's coming from the parampara and then it got lost also in the middle so with my very less <laughs> intelligence you know i just want to clear this cloud from my brain and uh, you know from my mind and then you know uh, yeah maybe i can read bhagavad gita better that way more because it says prabhupada ji says in the introduction you have to accept krishna as a supreme personality of godhead you know if you don't then it's no use reading the scripture only because yes. you know and i totally i totally agree that yes there are 100% proof that krishna is supreme personality of godhead but uh, when this particular incident is like you know uh, i mean it's not relating to you know challenging that uh, krishna is not supreme personality of godhead but uh, if you can clarify that for me so in uh, bhagavad gita in the after the introduction shila prabhupad he also mentions about the parampara system how we received this knowledge hmm. hmm 
so in that we can see there is no disconnection at all brahma to vyasa vyasa to madva madva to his disciples it's coming in that comes shri prabhupada also so there is no disconnection in that parampara so that means then krishna is telling lies that there is a disconnection in the parampara that's why i am trying to give this knowledge no krishna is not also talking any lies as such now krishna is known to speak lies for that matter so one can say that oh yeah krishna must have spoken lie here but it's not krishna is not speaking lie so when we see especially when we see this fourth chapter where krishna is talking about to arjuna that how this knowledge is come and uh, so what krishna talks about is that he says about this rajarshi parampara he is uh, uh, i mean let me open that verse and then see what krishna is talking exactly so krishna is saying this imperishable knowledge imam vivaswam yogam proktam aham avyayam vivaswam manave prata manur ikshvaku bhavati so this saying krishna is saying this knowledge is is given to ikshvaku he said i stuck with the imperishable science of yoga to the sun god vivaswan and vivaswan instructed to manu a father of mankind and then manu instructed to ikshvaku so krishna has given this knowledge in in the in different direction also in different different ways so one of the way which we know is brahma but then what krishna is talking about is that evam parampara praptam imam rajarshaya viduhu so one we should know this thing very clearly what krishna is saying evam parampara praptam so this uh, supreme science he received through chain of disciplic succession hmm? parampara praptam but then what is saying uh, imam rajarshaya viduhu that means the saintly kings understood in that way and then it is lost but in the course of time the succession was broken so but in our parampara system when we see in the bhagavad gita where after introduction where prabhupad mentions there are no kings in that brahma to vyasa vyasa to brahma to narada narada to vyasa and vyasa to madhvacharya in this parampara there are no kings but here krishna is talking about the kings which shows which indicates that this knowledge is also coming in the uh, parampara of kings also that parampara is lost so krishna is trying to restore that parampara it does not mean that when krishna is teaching this knowledge there is no bhagavad gita at the time bhagavad gita is there very well at the time also which is spoken by which is given understanding in the parampara system because vyasadev is there already and he got this knowledge from narada muni already at the time so that is continuing in the disciplic succession of the um, acharyas or the munis those who are carrying out are sadhus so at the same time this knowledge is also given among the kings who are ruling the kingdom because it is the most essential and most needed knowledge 
somehow Krishna has started giving to them also. So that's how that knowledge is also coming in the disciplic succession. But then as it lost, so Krishna is trying to give this knowledge again to Arjuna. So the knowledge is there and the both the sides it's coming. One is among the Rajarshis and among the Brahmarshis also. That is in the Munis it's also coming and at the same time it's coming in the disciplic section of kings also. That helps Mataji? Uh, yes, Prabhuji, it does help. Uh, so, like, uh, discipline is so strong that, you know, it's like kind of the knowledge is coming down through that way. That mm. we know, right? Yes. So, and then Krishna is telling Arjuna that uh, although this was broken, I don't know why he said that. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, it is broken amongst the kings. The kings were not able to give this knowledge to the other kings. Like as Krishna has mentioned, he has given it to Vivaswan. Vivaswan gave it to Manu and Manu gave it to Ikshvaku. So that way it was coming, they supposed to give, but they are somewhere at some places it is Okay. Not. Among the king it was broken. So then he spoke the... And also, <clears throat> Prabhuji, like this uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is, uh, you know, Srila Prabhupada has written this book and uh, made it so much simple for us to understand. So was this, uh, this uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is before, it was also there, like in the sense that uh, it was the same name, Bhagavad Gita as it is, like Srila no, Prabhupada's Guru Maharaj? No, 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 no. Bhagavad Gita, see, what Prabhupada wrote is according to the time, place and circumstances, Prabhupada translated that. Prabhupada Bhagavad Gita is existing for eternity. Yes. All the time Bhagavad Gita is there. But hmm. only thing that changes is the purports. The purports Prabhupada wrote is according to this time, place and circumstances. In today's conditions, Prabhupada Bhagavad Gita is very well applicable. So it does not mean that Bhagavad Gita is not there previously. There was a Bhagavad Gita. Prabhupada himself he writes in the introduction. Prabhupada himself he writes in the preface that he has taken uh, purports from the purports of Baladev Vidya Bhushan, from the purports of Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. Prabhupada referred their Bhagavad Gita's and their translations. And then he has taken from there and then he wrote this one. So that means Previous Acharyas, they also wrote purports on Bhagavad Gita, commentaries on Bhagavad Gita. So these are all what we are reading is the commentaries. Bhagavad Gita as it is, the commentary on Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita verses are there, but Prabhupada is writing commentary on these verses. He is talking about uh, explaining each and every verse according to the uh, understanding of the uh, today. Uh, Depending upon the today's conditions, for the living entities living in these today's conditions, they can be able to understand very easily. That's why Prabhupada says that I am writing this Bhagavad Gita so that another 10,000 years people can be able to understand. That's how he wrote Bhagavad Gita. So before Srila Prabhupada, Bhaktivinoda Sarasthakur must be referring Bhagavad Vidya Bhushan, or Bhaktivinoda Sarasthakur also must have written his own. Something like that, it will be there for sure. So each and every Acharyas, according to their uh, uh, inclination, and they must have written the commentary on Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavad Gita. 
ஸ்கிருத் but that's very nice but i'm not able to understand uh, i want to understand little bit of it in a wholesome way so then uh, in the evening we have uh, the translation reading uh, this is a link through uh, you know krishna house where my daughter is so uh, it was very interesting to read in 3 4 hours the whole translation and so when i was like reading i was thinking that you know uh, some questions were coming like that so i wanted to clarify that and uh, so like uh, yes of course shri prabhupada is empowered by his guru maharaj and he's given us this because we need this at this time in our life yeah. you know and uh, so it's it's really uh, very a uh, good fortune that you know we came across shri prabhupada and devotees and um, otherwise uh, also in the bhagavad gita prabhu ji like um, i'm sorry but this discussion is going on because of the gita jayanti uh, just went by like you know re- uh, regulated principles are not mentioned together somewhere right yeah uh, are they mentioned somewhere together like uh, i'm just asking from preaching point of view like these four regulations you should follow and you know is there any which verse mentions it or is it explained in different places the regulated principles which shri prabhupada formed with depending upon the previous acharyas hmm so in bhagavad gita also it's nowhere mentioned that in bhagavad gita or in a kind of any vedic scriptures it does not mention that such directly that one should not eat meat so then how we come to that conclusion because it is not telling in bhagavad gita patram pushpam palam toye yo me bhakta prayasati krishna is not telling that patram pushpam meat toyam is not saying that yes so the acharyas is understanding krishna's heart or krishna's desire or krishna's uh, intentions acharyas they give us the purpose acharyas they give us after reading after studying the scriptures they give us the understanding just like at home mother is the one who can understand father's heart very well from the children point of view so whenever mother tells something to children about father that means father must have not directly told children i like this i don't like this but then that is the purport which mother is giving knowing the heart of father now mm-hmm. just like uh, maybe uh, i can talk about something for us more understanding whenever your guru maharaj comes to uh, orlando and along with him one list also comes suppose if he is saying at your home you get one big list what are the things that he likes he eats what are the things he avoids is it that guru maharaj is sat there and then gave this instruction to type someone to give this big list of uh, uh, no is a diet restrictions no this is derived by the devotees who are serving uh, guru maharaj Mm-hmm. for many days or many many years and they derived the according to the 
whatever is likings and dislikings and accordingly they derive that list but then yes if you provide in that list your guru maharaj may be happy will be happy definitely and then he will accept very nicely will honor it so that is a purport actually i mean it's not that guru maharaj directly telling it so the same way scriptures may not tell us directly but then those who are understanding scripture and when they say with their realization then we try to follow that in the same way bhagavad gita does not really mention anywhere about the four regulative principles uh, in a way indirectly it mentions that it talks about is actually one of the point which we all know it very well that as propas also talks about it sex life and uh, spiritual life does not go together it, it this is uh, 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 the well known fact in any sect in, in any spiritual practice in india we see uh, everywhere talks about this one except one person that is rajneesh that is a different we are not talking about that. but even for that matter if you talk about uh, uh, impersonalism or uh, so many things the mayavada and then so many things so many of them are there all of them they talk about this particular one point that sex life and then spirituality will not go together so then krishna talks about in bhagavad gita that the, the sex in the marriage life that is i am he talks about so from that the acharyas they derive talking about illicit sex is forbidden one of the regulated principles which is this indirectly is given it's not a direct mention about that aspect that thing the same way you don't find anywhere in the scriptures eating you know eating of onion and no eating of a garlic you don't find it anywhere direct mention of that one but then yes it is a mentioned about which are the items that we eat they are in a rajasik which are the items we eat they are in tamasik it talks about so when we see those items which are that in rajasik which are that in tamasik and which is not congenial for performing spiritual life then we restrain from those things and that's how the acharyas they come up with this uh, understanding and they tell in the parampara and that's how we try to follow that in the parampara system So I hope that uh, helps, Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. I, you're the right person to ask uh, this question, and you really clarified my doubt uh, very nicely. And you know, we have this uh, when you talked about prasadam. Uh, I mean, before I came into Krishna Consciousness, I used to go to other places like Chinmaya and many other places. But uh, when I was there, I remember that uh, I had visited late on again when I had already joined uh, the Hari Krishna movement here. so uh, i just went with a friend uh, like later on so she uh, like uh, you know and the main person who was there her name was shela amma something like they used to call her so she said one day very nicely that you know uh, well you're cooking onion garlic in the kitchen but um, you know actually food should be satvik just like the hari krishna people do you know and they have a nice uh, uh, they carry bead bags and uh, you know they do chanting so she was appreciating so much and i really liked uh, uh recently she left her body but uh, you know uh, uh, i it felt so good that uh, all these you know whatever our acharyas have given us um, actually most of the other these mayavadis and all you know like that i mean uh, i don't know whether chinmay is mayavadi or not but 
yes, they appreciate the, the you know, prashadam distribution and so many other things. Even during COVID time, food for life and so much distribution happened. I mean, not in America, I don't know about America, but in India. I mean, they crossed boundaries so much they did, you know. So really feel proud of uh, how much devotees are doing. And endlessly, I mean, uh, even they're doing on, they found ways. I mean, like Srila Prabhupada said, you know, uh, devotees are very intelligent. So they found ways uh, to go on the Zoom and then, you know, give classes. And, uh, and so diligently, like, you know, now this uh, Bhagavad Gita marathon is going on. So uh, every year with so much enthusiasm, devotees are distributing. They don't, they don't just uh, slack out, ke, this year we'll take it easy, you know, not distribute. And uh, so it's, we're really fortunate to be in this movement. And, uh, you know, and uh, just I wanted to mention all this a uh, little bit. But uh, yes, Prabhuji, thank you so much for clearing and uh, wonderful class. And it was so nice to hear. And also, you, when you were reading that there is no white hair and uh, all this, uh, some purports you were reading before, uh, there was no purport, only translation. So it says Sebastian, uh, is this a spiritual world you're talking about? No, this is a subterranean heavenly planet. So, okay, so where is this area? This will be Where below our earth planet. They are the uh, are like Atala, Sutala, Vitala, Tatala, uh, Tala, Tala, Pata. It is below the earth planet. Yes, yes, they are. The, they are the actually kind of hellish planets, but then Maya Danva is there, so he is, he, they are more opulent than heavenly planets. Okay, okay, because uh, because what I had heard is. Uh, uh, above the earthly planet, it's like heaven and all good things go, like, you know, and below yeah. is like not good, right? Something like that? The, the below planets are supposed considered to be the hellish planets, but then hellish planets are much, much, uh, especially this planet, Nagaloka, these planets are much uh, wealthier and then much better than hell, heavenly planets. Okay. For sense enjoyment. Okay, Prabhupada. Thank you so much.